Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series two, episode 239 of this daily study podcast. Thank you for joining us as we continue with August the 24th to August the 30th. Heal them in 7 to 12, remember the Lord. And we are just going to take a chapter a day, I think. It, it fits pretty well. So we're on Helaman chapter 8 today. And this continues our look at uh, prophets revealing the will of God. And in this chapter, we see uh, another major thing that prophets also do. We learned a, a few different things yesterday, including them crying repentance and also knowing revelation right from God. Uh, but today, there is something else I think we learn that prophets do. But before we get into that, um, the people begin to react to what Nephi has been saying. Uh, and it says in verse three, for behold, Nephi had spoken unto them concerning the corruptness of their law. Yea, many things did Nephi speak, which cannot be written. And nothing did he speak was which was contrary to the commandments of God. So some of the people, particularly those who belong to the secret band of Gadianton, which remember will have been a, a good number of the people, or at least people who are wicked would have been a good number of the people. Uh, they were angry and they wanted him to stop speaking and to get the crowd to, um, you know, not listen. Um, George Reynolds and Jenny Matson Sajodal said this, quote, Nephi fiercely denounced the evil that existed among them and warned of impending disaster if they persisted in following iniquity's enticements and its empty promise of reward. His plainness and frankness enraged the corrupt judges who had been placed in office by equally corrupt men. Nephi testified of the corruption by which their laws had ceremonial ceremonially being made unclean, and that's how, through popular voice, the power to alter them from the code of King Mosiah had been delegated to hearts diseased and depraved, who had changed them to suit their own infatuation and greed. Close quote. So, uh, it's uh, an excellent um, uh, commentary that, because I think that, you know, the people who had more to gain from the people's wickedness were obviously going to be the ones who had more of an issue uh, with what Nephi was doing here. Um, but there is some hope uh, for the people. And it's quite promising, actually, that in this um, event, uh, in verse 7, we read, And it came to pass that thus they did stir up the people to anger against Nephi and raise contentions among them. For there were some who did cry out, Let this man alone, for he is a good man. And those things which he saith will surely come to pass, except we repent. Um, there were some people that listened. Now, don't forget that this, this is a very in, in, iniquitous, a very, you know, um, a wicked time among the Nephites. And so clearly, despite how wicked and how away further away from God a group of people can get, there will always be some in the crowd who do recognize the good in what is being said by the prophet. Uh, so that is a, a, promise, a promising um, reaction. So Nephi continues and it's important to note that in verse three which i did read it mentioned that um there are many things he spoke which can't be written and so i wonder what he what else he would he did say but obviously the things that are written down here for us are important for our day and what nephi does is he begins to speak about moses and he begins to speak about uh, other people such as abraham um in verse 13, he, Nephi said, But behold, ye, are, ye all not only deny my words, but ye also deny all the words which have been spoken by our fathers, and also the words which were spoken by this man, Moses, who had such great power given unto him, yea, the words which he had spoken concerning the coming of the Messiah. Um, Bruce R. McConkie said this, quote, From Adam to Moses and from Moses to Christ, 
God's prophets and priests offered sacrifices. Such were in the similitude of the sacrifice of the only begotten of the Father who was to come. When Moses lifted the serpent on the pole in ancient Israel and took the Israelites that those who would look would live, when they were bitten by poisonous serpents, it was in similitude of the fact that the Son of God would be lifted up on the cross and that all who would look to him might live eternally. Every ordinance of the gospel is designed to point and centre the attention of men in Christ. Every prophet there has ever been in the world has borne record that he is the Son of God because in its very nature that is the chief calling of a prophet. The testimony of Jesus is synonymous with the spirit of prophecy. Close quote. So this is another purpose of a prophet. And it's in fact, the main purpose of a prophet is to testify of Jesus Christ. Uh, Nephi continues on and speaks about Abraham and he speaks about Zenos and he speaks about Zenoch and Isaiah. Um, and also Isaiah and Jeremiah. Um, all these prophets he speaks about because they all testified of Jesus Christ. So he now is not just pointing out that he has testified of things that have come from God himself and he's testifying of the Saviour, but also prophets point toward other prophets. President Russell M. Nelson today draws upon the words and testimonies and evidences from ancient prophets and prophets in this last dispensation as well. Uh, and that is how a, a prophet works. He builds upon and testifies of as another witness of the things that have been testified of the Saviour. Uh, a prophet is indeed important uh, in this way. In Helaman chapter 8, verse 24, it says, uh, Nephi says, And now seeing ye know these things, and cannot deny them except ye shall lie, therefore in this ye have sinned, for ye have rejected all these things, notwithstanding so many evidences which ye have received. Yea, even ye have received all things, both in heaven and all things which are in the earth, as a witness that they are true. Um, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland continued and, and reinforced the point by saying, quote, As the advent of Christ approached, social disorder increased with burgeoning warfare, murder, and political disarray. To counter this trend and give hope, Nephi invokes the ancient teachings his people knew so well, testifying of these problems and the coming of the Messiah who would resolve them. Close quote. Um, there is a clear importance and link between the, the current prophets of the time and the words that have been spoken before and how he uses them to testify and to warn of future events. And this is something, in fact, that Nephi was trying to do. He was trying to prepare a people for the coming of the Saviour. And doesn't that sound um, like a parallel with us today? We have a prophet on a garden tower, as it were, today, or rather perhaps a pulpit with a microphone, warning us of events which are to come. Uh, and we feel like we, we are in that moment now. Uh, we are, you know, I think there's a lot from Nephi's story from uh, this experience that we can apply to our to our lives today. And then just to uh, make things a bit even more interesting, Nephi then makes a prophecy on the spot. Uh, he says in verse 27, Yea, behold, it is even at your doors. Yea, go ye unto the judgment seat and search, and behold, your judge is murdered. And he lieth in his blood, and he hath been murdered by his brother who seeketh to sit in the judgment seat. And behold, they both belong to your secret band, whose author is Gadianton, the evil one, who seeketh to destroy the souls of men. Close quote. So quite a dramatic ending to this chapter. So we know that Nephi makes this pro that makes this prophecy, this uh, claim that uh, the judgment seat and the judge who sits in that judgment seat are, are covered in blood, uh, and that he has been killed by one who try who wants to take that power for himself. Uh, so. Obviously, we're going to move into uh, Helaman chapters 9 and a bit of 10 tomorrow, looking at this sign and this miracle, because it was indeed a miracle, uh, and how they are 
helpful but not sufficient to build enduring faith. For unfortunately, we'll find that despite this prophetic pronouncement, not everything will just turn the way that things are, or Nephi would want them to turn. But uh, we shall see uh, how that goes. So thank you very much for listening today. Hope you've enjoyed it. Please do share the podcast. You can share, rate, review it, subscribe to it. Anything like that would be extremely helpful for the podcast uh, to get it spread further and further. Uh, please do um, join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. More and more people are sharing what they've been studying and their thoughts, and I'd love to have more people do that as well. So if you are part of that group already, or if you're not part of that group, please do join it and start uh, commenting and sharing what your thoughts are. And you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com if you're interested in joining in any future podcast episodes. And as a final um, plea, if you have read my book, uh, From Father to Child, Raising a Child uh, to Spiritual Strength in Generation Alpha, then I, I would love it if you could please leave a review on Amazon for that. That will really help uh, with, um, first of all, helping me to know that people have enjoyed it, but also that it can get spread to more people who might be interested. And if you haven't found uh, had your, got your copy yet, you can always click the link in the show notes. It'll take you straight there. Thank you very much for listening. And until we meet again.